The Manhattan Ogden School Board approved the purchase of new iPads last night for classrooms, though not without some pushback from one school board member. Katie Allen stated her opposition to purchasing more technology due to studies that she found that the addition of technology in the classroom did not improve reading or writing standards with students. Allen says it may also lead to potential data breaches similar to the one experienced at Kansas State University last month. Additionally, the written justification for the request highlights the ongoing cost concerns of one-to-one iPads as a learning strategy. Um, We additionally know all the risks of technology systems being hacked that can lead to loss of access of your work or even worse, a breach of student data. Um, It's not just harmful to students, but continues to add to those costs. The purchase was approved 5-1 to one with Allen dissenting. Board member and former Manhattan High Principal Greg Hoyt agreed that a further discussion was needed to discuss whether or not more technology is uh, needed in the classroom, but ultimately said that the tool an iPad or computer provides is important to student success, even with the steep price tag of over $900,000. Totally 100% respect, Katie, what you do and bringing this to the board and the comments tonight. To me... Those arguments are all about a teaching and learning discussion, not yeah. a technology purchase discussion. Mm-hmm. So I want to have that going forward too. I mean, said I'm 100% supporting this, and I don't say that lightly because it is a million dollars. The board also unanimously approved a vote for a uh, 4x8 CNC plasma table that will provide students in the district's career and technical education program with an introduction to welding. Also at last night's board meeting, board members and administrators congratulated Ashlyn Kuhlman on winning this year's Kansas Horizon Award. With more on that, here's K-Man's A.J. Shaw. The 2024 Kansas Horizon Award is sponsored by the Kansas State Department of Education. According to its website, the goal of the award is to, quote, recognize exemplary first-year teachers who perform and distinguishes themselves as outstanding. Every year, KSDE chooses 32 recipients for the award. Kuhlman is a social studies teacher at Manhattan High School and a graduate of Kansas State University. She was presented with a certificate prior to Wednesday's meeting. For News Radio KMAN, I'm A.J. Shaw. The Kansas Supreme Court issued an order Tuesday releasing the court's jurisdiction of a school finance case after concluding the legislature complied with mandates to resolve constitutional violations by adequately funding public education. Since 2019, the Supreme Court has retained a grip on Gannon v. State, pending the enactment of incremental funding increases from the state to K-12 schools. Manhattan Ogden Superintendent Eric Reed on K-Man's In Focus yesterday said the order creates some angst for public schools given the history of challenges school funding has faced in Kansas. Um, if it repeats itself as we could be back in a funding situation, that's not necessarily true. Time, time will tell on that. Um, who we elect and we put up there matters. This is an important topic as far as funding, but also as far as our communities moving forward in rural education. Just a yeah. lot of things in Kansas depend on public schools. In response to the Supreme Court decision, Kansas Attorney General Chris Kobach stated on X, formerly known as Twitter, that the court had made the right decision. Governor Laura Kelly, in a statement, said she hopes the legislature doesn't see the court's decision as a license to reduce funding to public schools. City crews continue to take advantage of good weather and are patching more potholes across the city. Manhattan has contracted with Schilling Construction, and on Wednesday, crews were out doing patchwork on three of the city's most traveled routes, Anderson Avenue, Fort Riley Boulevard, and Kimball Avenue. City Engineer Brian Johnson. With the weather forecast for next week, we're hoping to make some pretty good progress on the existing patching that we're doing. Weekend rains washed away some of the cold patch, causing crews to have to revisit some of the problem areas. Johnson says the best way residents can help is to use the City of Manhattan Reported app. We take that information from the Reported app and then we group it by areas of the town so that our crews aren't spending the day driving around from pothole to pothole, but 
rather they get a specific area that they can focus on uh, and stay in that one specific area. Johnson says it's the busiest winter for Manhattan Public Works since the 2019-20 season when crews patched 25,000 potholes, a number they expect to meet or exceed this year. Representatives from Flint Hills Beverage delivered a pallet of canned drinking water Wednesday afternoon to Riley County Fire District Number 1 as part of Anheuser-Busch's disaster relief program. The donated water will be used to help keep volunteer firefighters hydrated and healthy during the upcoming spring wildland fire season. March and April is typically when the department responds to its highest number of calls. In a statement, Riley County Fire Chief and Emergency Management Director Russell Stuckey expressed gratitude for the donation, saying the drinking water will be distributed to each of the 15 uh, fire stations to be used during training exercises and firefighting activities. And residents are encouraged this weekend to be on the lookout for the annual Super Bowl fundraiser put on by the Flint Hills Bread Basket. Executive Director Carla Hagemeister says the community has a high need for donations, especially this time of year. It's great to have an opportunity that gets the community excited about continuing to support our guests and people in the community who need that support all year round. The annual effort is aided by the Knights of Columbus. Club member Kevin Roberts. Correct. We'll be at Hy-Vee in both Dillon's stores that day. Uh, We usually start around 9 o'clock in the morning and then end early afternoon. And the annual food drive is taking place on Saturday. Good morning, I'm Troy Coverdale with your sports headlines at News Radio KMAN as K-Man's morning news continues. Spring-like temperatures over the past few days may have some thinking baseball, and it's almost here for K-State. The Wildcats now eight days from opening their season in Arizona. We could talk about last year all we want, but we're moving forward, and there's a reason why everybody's back here in this room. Because we have high expectations. Uh, we, we have a team that's strength is depth team that strength is uh, on the mound, which is how you win in college baseball. I think we have a a multi-dimensional offense, which gives us a lot of options uh, and and certainly ways to win. Cats coach Pete Hughes, after a season that saw K-State, narrowly missed making the NCAA tournament. One reason there's excitement about the team this season, the return of consensus All-American closer Tyson Neighbors. Had an atrocious... uh freshman season to be honest and uh i know a lot of times in this world of baseball it's real easy to you know kind of cut somebody and let them walk away that that struggles especially as a freshman and uh it was like complete buy-in it was hey we're gonna we're gonna figure out how to how to help you succeed and went both ways i mean i wanted to succeed just as bad as everyone else wanted me to and uh just the culture here at k-state's unmatched also back is Kalen Culpepper, who spent part of the summer with Team USA and will be moving to shortstop this season. Team USA was a great experience for me. Played against a lot of, you know, great players around the country. Um, played against a lot. Played against a lot of uh, different play styles with, you know, Team Japan and, and Taiwan and Chinese Taipei. But um, I mean, I've always been a shortstop. You know, moving to short won't be that much different for me. Um, That's where I feel, you know, much uh, much more comfortable at. So, um, I mean, and plus it's where I can see myself uh, helping the team the most. So, The Wildcats open with Cal on the 16th in the MLB Desert Invitational in Scottsdale, the first of three games they'll play that weekend in Arizona. Things will tighten up around both teams appearing in Sunday's Super Bowl starting today after a few days' worth of talk ahead of the game. Much of the focus is on whether the Chiefs could qualify as a dynasty with a third title in six years. You get three. I think three is a is a lucky number. You, one is anybody can be one and done. I think two is is special, but three is when you solidify yourself as as a dynasty for sure. 
tight end Travis Kelsey weighing in. What about quarterback Patrick Mahomes? I think the, the biggest thing about the dynasty is consistency, uh, trying to be consistently great every single year, not being, um, not getting too big-headed or, or satisfied with where they're at. Um, but you have to continue to do it year in and year out, and I don't think you can you you can really say that you're a dynasty until it's over, and people will look at, back at your career and how you did it. And so for me, it's just trying to be great every single year. And uh, when I look back at my career, I'll, I'll know that I gave everything I had. As for the matchup itself, the Chiefs to face off against the 49ers team that Kelsey respects on the defensive side of the ball. It'll be the biggest, the best defense that we played this year. I think uh, San Fran's got the most, uh, <laughs> the biggest front, the the fastest uh, linebackers that we've played. Um, they play very good together, too. They got a lot of smart guys, a lot of veterans in the secondary um, that understand this offense. So it's, it's going to take a collective unit, and uh, it's going to take touchdowns. I mentioned that earlier. It's going to take uh, putting up six points instead of three. Game time on Sunday just after 5.30 with coverage on News Radio KMAN to begin at 1 that afternoon. A person familiar with the decision tells the AP that Deion Sanders and Colorado are closing in on adding Cincinnati Bengals secondary coach Robert Livingston as the school's defensive coordinator. The person spoke to the AP on the condition of anonymity as the squad has not finalized the hiring. Livingston would take over for Charles Kelly, who has taken on a similar role at Auburn. He is set to inherit a Colorado defense that surrendered 35 points and over 450 yards per game in Sanders' first season in charge in Boulder. Nick Saban is joining ESPN's College Game Day, the long-running Saturday pregame road show he appeared on as a guest so frequently over 17 years as Alabama's coach. The network announced Saban will be an on-set analyst for Game Day, joining the regulars. The 72-year-old retired last month after 28 years as a college head coach. He won seven national titles, including six at Alabama, one at LSU. With UConn's 67-34 route of Seton Hall last night, Gino Ariyama joined former Duke men's coach Mike Krzyzewski and Stanford's Tara Vandiver as the only Division I coaches to reach the 1,200 win mark. He reached that mark faster than the other two, though, reaching the milestone in a 39th season. Men's top 25 last night, number 6 Tennessee over LSU, 88-68. Number 9 Duke handles Notre Dame, 71-53. Number 11 Wisconsin falls to Michigan, 72-68. 12th ranked Auburn blasts number 16 Alabama, 99-81. And number 19 Creighton falls to Providence, 91-87. Tiger Woods has been pointing to Riviera for his debut this season and made it official with a statement yesterday saying he looks forward to being a playing host next week at the Genesis Invitational. The tournament he hosts is another $20 million signature event, and he'll be playing on a sponsor's exemption. Riviera is among the best courses on the PGA Tour, but it is confounded Woods. He's played it 12 times as a pro without winning the most of any course on the current tour. He's not played a PGA Tour event since the Masters last year because of ankle surgery. This evening, the Jerome Tang Coaches Show from JB's at the Union gets underway at 7 o'clock. The game this afternoon at 4 on News Radio KMAN.